Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. We're so excited to have you here today with us so we can um, share about how to move forward in life and start arising and thriving and not, not focusing so much on surviving, but really getting out there and living our life's purpose with passion. Today, we're going to talk about intentions. And, you know, when you're a kid, you kind of like my definition of intention from being a kid was, oh, what's your intention uh, about doing this or that? Like, what's your motive kind of a thing? Um, So are you trying to help someone or hurt someone by doing that? You know, what's your intention? But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about setting intentions and intentions can be just a thought of how you want something to turn out for the day. Intentions can be like, hey, I really want this awesome goal that I'm going for. And it can be a really big intention that we are just holding on to and we're working towards and we're going to make happen. And um, we get better at setting intentions and sticking to our intentions as we practice it. So we have a few ideas for you today of how to set better intentions and get more focused and get more out of life that you want versus just whatever comes. And setting an intention helps you do that because, you know, you kind of get at the end of the, your day and you're like, that was kind of a boring day. What did I even accomplish? Or like, what am I, you know, what am I trying to do with my kids? Do I even really connect with them? So then when you start your day out with intention, like I want to connect with my kids, I want to um, focus on uh, having fun today or having a, a maybe a spiritual experience or, or having a, an awesome physical movement, like some really good exercise that gets my body moving, or I really want to organize my home in this way. Then setting that intention early on helps you have more successful times in your day and have a lot more successes in your day. So we're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about setting a goal and having the intention to follow through on that. So Christina is going to talk a little bit more about the big goals that you can set and intentions that um, help you get to those bigger goals. Take it away. All right. (laughs) Sounds good. I wanted to first um, start out by sharing an experience of a time when I had an intention. Um, So I think we can learn a lot through our different experiences that we have in life. And it's always fun to hear um, other people's stories. So Um, I want to talk about the 18-year-old Christina. So after I graduated high school, I decided that it would be super duper cool to go to Ecuador and to work. um, I say work, but you're not getting paid. It's more serving and caring in the orphanages with the children over there. And I had a friend who had done that. And so it sounded really cool. And so I thought, hey, I want to do that. And so um, I was going to school at the time and I was working, but I had to pay for school and didn't have tons of extra money. And it was quite expensive to go over to Ecuador. And I remember the deposit was $600 and I did have $600. So I, I put $600 towards the deposit. And then I honestly had no idea where the other $3,000 was going to come from. And so 
but it didn't matter. My intention was I'm going to Ecuador. I'm going to go save the world is how I thought of it as an 18 year old. I'm going to go help these kids. It's going to be an amazing experience. And so I paid my deposit and then the rest worked itself out. And I think that's one of the coolest things with intentions. If you have the intention to do something, you don't have to worry about how it will happen. You just have to have a clear idea exactly about what you want and then you go for it. And that's exactly what I did. And I was able to find donors um, to help pay for the other um, $3,000. And I was able to go over to Ecuador and I was able to have an amazing experience and to work with kids that, um, you know, maybe had a different upbringing than me. And I'm really glad that I did it. And it was an awesome experience to see if you have an intention, even if you don't know how it's going to happen, as long as you work towards that, that it will work out. Um, so that's just a fun experience that I wanted to share. Um, another one was, um, and some of you may have heard this one. I think I've shared it on a Facebook live before, but I, um, wanted a new mountain bike and I didn't have the funds to get the mountain bike. It was an expensive mountain bike. It was $3,600. And I seriously had no idea how to get the bike, but that didn't matter. I put it on my vision board. I found the bike I wanted, put it on my vision board and there it was. And within the next month, I actually had a company call to um, have me send in a bid to do their holiday parties. And I sent in the bid and it was actually the same amount as my mountain bike. And I, I got the job and I was able to get the funds to get my mountain bike. And within two months of having my mountain bike, um, my mountain bike up on my vision board, I, I was able to have it in my garage and I was going out mountain biking. And that was another time where I really just had a clear idea of exactly what I wanted, put it on my vision board. Um, or if you don't have a vision board, you can write it down, put it on your phone and, um, you don't have to know how it's going to happen, but you, you work hard and you're patient and, and it happens. And so that's one thing that I've learned about intentions is your intentions can be, um, can be so strong and and our thoughts and our intentions can really create our reality and they can really help bring about our goals and different things that that we want in our life and i want to share a little um intention that my daughter kimber had um just this month or actually it's a new month it's march now but last month she wanted a pet that she could hold and play with we have a dwarf hamster and it's not the nicest animal if you're gonna get a six-year-old a pet i don't recommend the dwarf hamster they're very quick and they jump out of your hands and they run and hide and so um i haven't always let the kids take it out to play with it because i'm scared it's gonna get lost because it has many times and so kimber's always like sad because she's like i want a pet i can play with and i want one that's nice and so she kept talking about pets she wanted to play with and she asked me to go to the pet store we went to the pet store looked at pets and of course that wasn't a good idea because we didn't want to buy any more pets but we looked at them and anyway the next week though some lady had posted on the facebook marketplace getting rid of two fancy mice, very nice pets. They need um, looking for an owner that wants to play with them. They don't bite and just had all these things about how nice they were. And I was like, that sounds like exactly what Kimber wants. And she she's giving away for free. So I was like, well, I guess if they're free and we already have a hamster or whatever, let's just go for it. So we picked up <laughs> the mice and it really showed me that Kimber's intentions to have a pet that was nice that she could play with, you know, all of a sudden she didn't have to worry about how it was going to come about. There it was for free on Facebook. And we picked him up and she's as happy as a clam now having her mice. And 
And um, it's I just, Oreo, Oreo and cocoa, right? Oreo, or, yeah, and coconut. Yeah, we actually, coconut. we do okay. call it cocoa though, because I think it's a oh, cute. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they're very cute. Um, if you're scared of mice, don't come over to my house because she'll probably be playing with them. <laughs> <laughs> but um, those are just two really, um, or actually three stories that I wanted to share about intention. And I also wanted to talk about five um, ways to harness the power of intention. Um, and so if we're going to, if you're going to write them out and want to take notes, now's the time. So number one is be clear about you want, be crystal clear about you want. Don't be like, Oh, I kind of want a new car. Yeah. That sounds like an okay idea. No, you write down, <laughs> I want a silver truck GMC and I want this year and I want this color. I want black leather seats. I want, you know, all the features that you want in that be crystal clear about what you want. Then you want to either write it down or Liz and I want to put it up on our vision board. So we, we put it up on our vision board, put exactly what we want up there, um, all the features and things. Um, you, and then number three is you don't have to know how it will happen. I think that's a very important um, key part to this is a lot of times we're like, oh, that can't happen because we think it's never happened before. So why is it going to happen now? But if, if we didn't put the intention up um, a few months ago to get a new truck, I would still be driving my old Toyota Sequoia, the black, the back door didn't open. Anytime there was even an eighth of an inch of snow, you couldn't drive because it didn't have um, all wheel drive or four wheel drive and it would slide around. It was the scariest thing to drive in and had all these problems. And, and, you know, if, if I didn't change my intention, I'd still be in that car now, but because I, I was sick of driving that in the winter and I wanted something that, you know, drove in, in the snow good. I had an intention to have something different. That's why you need to be clear about what you want. Cause if you're not clear about what you want, nothing will ever change. It will still stay the same. And so, sorry, number three is um, you don't have to know how it will happen. Number four is to act and to work hard to get what you want. So number three, I say, you don't have to know what you want. And then number four, I say act to, and act hard to get what you want. What I mean by that is, is like, let's say you do want a new truck, but you don't have the money to get it. Well, you still need to be you know, working hard and earning that money, even if, you know, you don't have the $20,000 or whatever it's going to cost to get it, you can still work slowly towards that. And number five is to lighten up and be patient. I think that one's so key because if you're grumpy, that's all I worried, stressed. Yeah. Yeah, Worried and stressed about it. It's not going to happen because you're focusing on worry and stress and you're focusing on the things you don't have. But if you lighten up, and you're patient and you know it's someday it's gonna happen and you know i'm gonna have that new car um then it will happen and so those are the the five ways to harness the power of intention and we'll put those in the show notes for this show um yeah yeah those are awesome and i think christina shares some big things like hey this big goal or whatever like if someone wanted a new house or a cabin or whatever these are kind of big dreams but i wanted to talk a little bit more about how to use intention on a daily basis and have it be a powerful tool to help you create what you want in your day so um for first of all i want you to think about you know when you have something that comes up in your life that's uncomfortable for you, maybe an interaction with a certain person, maybe their emotions and the way they handle it. Maybe it's your child when they have this outburst or whatever. Um, Maybe it's the embarrassment in the grocery store when your kids are crying or whatever. Um, I want you to think about those kinds of scenarios and think about what you would really like 
to like, what kind of a feeling would you want to have in your day? Like kind of almost the exact opposite of that irritating feeling that you get when things are kind of going wrong. Um, and, and that's what I want you to try to bring in. So you want to choose what it is. So if you're having like chaos and frustration, maybe your intention is that the day is orderly and enjoyable. And maybe you just set that you can use just a word that your word can be your choice for the day. Like I'm going to be orderly today, or I'm going to have um, joy today. I'm going to find joy in the things that I do. And just by setting that word, it helps remind you throughout the day that, um, that you can hold that, that you can choose that and that you don't have to, if someone else is stressed or struggling or whatever, you don't have to buy into their stuff. You get to kind of hold your own ground and choose what you want for your day. And what's cool is when you stand strong and you choose something, other people start to choose into that. They're like, wait a second, if you can have a great day, no matter what, I want that too. Or like Christina, she'll call me and be like, I'm having a fun day. I'm going skiing. And I'm like, hey, well, what am I going to do for fun? You know, <laughs> so like it's kinda, we get each other going because um, when someone else picks some oh, a higher way of living, um, higher and happier emotions and funner experiences and things like that, then it just makes everybody want that. And in some ways you could turn to jealousy and be like, oh, or, you know, backbiting that other person. Well, they don't even take life seriously and da, 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 da. But you don't want to go to that space. Just want to celebrate and enjoy and get excited about the things that, um, that you actually want to get excited sometimes about the things that irritate you or that are frustrating for you. And I know that sounds weird, but I'm going to tell you what I mean. Okay, so um, for instance, if you're scared of heights, if you are, um, if you are one of those people that is stressed out about your kid's health problem, if you are worried about something that's coming up in your life, maybe you've had a separation, a divorce, maybe you've got taxes that you're dealing with right now, maybe you're scared to approach other people out in public, or maybe you feel uncomfortable putting opening yourself up on social media for people to see you, and you're kind of vulnerable in that way. Um, maybe someone in your life is suffering, and it's hard for you to be around them. So what you want to do is take whatever that is that where those this weird emotion comes up, and you want to set an intention for a different emotion in that same type of situation, but that it goes really well and that it feels really good. And one of these is I have a super analytical husband and I love him. He's, he's really good at being like, okay, well, these are the things that aren't working and this is how you can do it better. And um, when analytical people are having a harder time sometimes they pull things apart and they never put it back together and as a person who's a little bit emotional like me I'm more emotionally based um, when someone picks it apart and leaves it hanging I'm like oh my gosh like it's bad like we everything's falling apart and I feel the weight of that or I feel that energy and it it bothers me and so that's one of been one of our struggles in our marriages that our personalities are so different so Andy's like okay well let's let's you know look at it this way and this way and he kind of picks it apart and if he never brings it back together for me that has always been hard so my intention that I've learned to set is that um, I do this in the morning and I'm like okay how do I want to see my husband and him, our relationship? And one of the, the ways that I see him and I set the intention that what my husband does is build our family 
is that when I close my eyes in the morning, before I even like get out of bed, I'll lay there for a little bit and I'll think to myself, okay, what do I, what good, what's the greatness that I see in my husband? And I see him building our family and I see him helping the kids and I see him building their self-esteem and helping them with school things. And I see our relationship strengthening up and I start to get all these really good feelings going. And this is something, an area that was an area of struggle for us. So I feed the positive. I feed the building. I feed the change that I want. I feed the emotions that I want to bring in. And as I'm feeding that, then later in my day, I've set that intention. I've set that intention that me and my husband, we build our family. I picture me building our family. I picture him building our family. I picture our family growing and getting stronger. And so then as I go through the day, if something little comes up and we have a disagreement, it's okay because I still see us with that intention that I had early in the morning of we're still building. We've got this. Like we are working together and our intention is to build. And we both want that. It's just sometimes we believe negative things about our partner or about other people. And then it, it draws us apart from that other person versus bringing us together and having a common ground or unity to move forward in. So anyway, that's just one area that I've used this in. Um, one other little one I want to share is just that um, I have the other, like, you know, you, you all know that have been listening that our dad has had a diagnosis of cancer and that he's been struggling with that since back in October, November. And well, he struggled with it a lot longer, but he didn't have the diagnosis till then. And he's had about a year now of pain and suffering. And so as a family, we've been looking towards um, letting him go and, and letting him have peace and being on hospice so that he, that process can start. And so um, it's been interesting because you have all this energy going towards let's, let's help him. Let's help him with his pain. Let's help him with this. Let's help him with that. And so this is an area that's a big focus for us right now. Right. And, and our intention was let's get dad better, good enough so he can go hiking with us and he can go fishing and he can yes. play with the grandkids again. Our intention yes. was dad's going to get better so he can hang out yes. with us. Exactly. The whole time we've been hopeful. We've seen his situation in greatness that, you know, what? he's going to come out on top. He's going to be stronger or at least strong enough to go and ha and not be in pain and just go and have fun with us and make more memories before he needs to go. But obviously everything we've done um, to help has actually brought us closer in a direction of him getting weaker and getting closer to, to passing on. And it wasn't just our family that had good intentions. His doctors were also very hopeful and they yeah. were very optimistic that all these treatments he did were going to have a great outcome. They were like, yeah, you can definitely be hiking again and you can definitely go fishing with your grandkids again. So it's not like we had this false hope. We had this hope that, you know, these healthcare providers that we trusted and they thought also. So it was, yeah. it's been very hard. It has. And the treatments they suggested, they're like, oh yeah, this is going to help. And and they really 100% believed that those things would help. And just him as an individual, it didn't work out that way. So um, anyway, so my, just my feeling as this has been going on has been, I mean, of course, you, any daughter losing their dad knows how this goes, right? Christina, we're, we've been, we've had our days where we're just bawling our eyes out because we don't want to lose our dad. But then at the same time, we've watched all that he's been through and it's not getting better at this point. He's declining and, and we're super sad about it. But, you know, our, our good intention 
didn't come about. And sometimes intentions don't. So you get to set new intentions sometimes. So my new intention was um, the other day, I, I felt this so strongly, like, how's it going to be when your dad dies? Like, what if he just goes in the night? What if he, you know, what if you don't see him right before he dies? What if you don't give him that last hug, you know, two days before a day before or right as he's about to go. And I just set this intention for myself that was no matter what, um, how my dad dies, when he dies, if I'm there, if I'm not, no matter when I find out or however it happens, that I might feel a little bit of, oh, wait, I wanted to have, you know, these other experiences, this last hiking trip or this fishing trip or all these other things that I wanted to still have. You know, my son wants to build a VW bug with pop and I don't know that that's ever going to happen now at this point. And so anyway, just we've all had these desires to like still have these memories with him. And so that no matter what happens, when I get that news, I might think, oh, what about those things I still wanted to do? But then the ultimate peace will just come in. It'll just flood in. And so I set that intention for myself because I, I don't want to despise my dad moving forward. If that's the way he's moving forward, I don't want to be mad that that's that that's the way that he's healed, the way that he's freed from this pain and this, this disease. And so I want to embrace it. You know, if that's the direction things are going, if that's the way the flow is, if that's God's will for him, then you know what? I want to wholeheartedly embrace that. And our mom on the other side, you know, I thought of her and her waiting for my dad and she's the most animated person. So I could just see her almost like as if she's at the airport, you know, waiting for my dad after years and years, because it really has been years that they've, uh, with her dementia and then three years that she's passed. And so this reunion is going to be awesome. So I just have been building this good energy around the time when my dad passes because we're, we're getting ready for that. And so it's been neat. It's been neat to set that intention. And even though it's hard, even though we still have emotions that come up, even though I was bawling my eyes out yesterday on a walk and some stranger stops and checks in on me. And, <laughs> you know, even though we have those moments um, and, and we have to pass through those emotions, we get to still set intentions of, you know what? This is how I want it to be for me. And, you know, if you want to get to the end of your day and you want it to feel like, oh, I accomplished so much and I connected with my family. And those are your two things. Visualize that in the morning, feel it in the morning, draw it in. And as you go throughout your day, your brain and your conscious mind will help choose that because the subconscious just goes with autopilot, whatever's easiest, doesn't want to do extra effort, is very lazy. But the conscious mind, when, when we set that intention and we consciously choose, that is when we can bring in a totally different result than we would if we didn't have the intention. If we just went with whatever went on that day. So in, intentions are powerful. Yeah. I, and I think Liz brought up an amazing point that sometimes things are not meant to be. And sometimes God's will is different from our own intentions and our own desires and our own thoughts. And that's, that's the key part is how are we going to change our thoughts and how are we going to change our intentions so that we can still have a positive experience? Like in Liz's case, we thought, you know, dad's going to get better. Dad's going to go hiking with us, but that's not, not the case. And we realize that now. So now our thoughts are, well, we need to change our intentions and our thoughts that dad's going to pass and we're going to have peace and we're going to be okay with that. And 
that's going to help us. Um, and it's helping us now. And it's going to help us so much when he does pass. Cause now, now our intentions, they are going to be our reality, our thoughts and our intentions create our reality. So if our intentions are that dad's going to pass and he's finally going to be out of pain and he's finally going to be reunited with his sweetheart, that's going to make all the difference for our experience when our dad dies. And I think that's the key thing to take away from, from today's podcast. And, um, yeah, thanks so much, Liz, for sharing that with everyone. I, I think that's super important. Yeah, for sure. I'm, you know, the more that I learn to embrace whatever's going on and find the good in it, the better it is, you know, we can fight it and then we're miserable <laughs> or we can embrace it and really learn from it and get more and more refined in the ways that, that we need to be, or that we, we really ultimately want to, we want to be great. We want to let our light shine brighter. And when we get resentful or angry, we can't, we shut it down. And so this is a great way. Intention is a great way to bring in and to harness our creation power. It's like, Hey, this is what I want. And you start to go for it and you work towards it. And when you start to pick a, a word or an intention or a, a, a outcome that you want, don't, don't let go of it. Hold on to it. Cause sometimes we go, Oh, maybe this isn't, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe this good stuff happens to other people, but not me. You know, we kind of talk ourselves out of it sometimes, but it's for everyone. Intention is for everyone. You are a creator. You can make good things happen in your life today. Like pick something today. Don't be like, Oh, I should set a big goal and like have it in the distance, but pick a word, pick one little project to do and call yourself organized and go for it. Be organized today. <laughs> so, okay. Awesome. Oops moment. Uh, I wanted to share before we go my oops moment. Um, some of you are familiar with Instapots. We actually had an, uh, um, an oops moment a while back with an Instapot with Tara Palmer. And I had an oops moment this week with my Instapot. I'll have to tell her about it. Anyway, kind of funny. I got my Instapot ready, uh, cooking rice. Yes. So I put the rice in and I set the Instapot just like there was something on the counter usually where I would set it. And so I kind of set it on the stove top just cause like the spot I would normally set it had something there. And so um, I just set it on the stove top and I thought, oh, I'll move it over in a minute. But once I got the lid on um, and pressed start and everything, I like somehow in my brain glitched out to autopilot and I'm like, okay, it's on the stove top. I must need to turn on the stove. <laughs> so I went to turn on the stove and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, flames under the Instapot. What's going on? And I turned it off really fast. Like it didn't even have time to get hot. But it was this automatic, like, turn on. And then I'm like, ah, turn off. <laughs> and it was just funny. Because I'm like, why did I just do that? And I was like, you know what? It's because of my subconscious. It was just like, okay, you set something on the stove. You put the lid on top. You're ready to cook it. And you turn it on. That's what you do. <laughs> I was like, no, we don't. No, we don't. The conscious is here. <laughs> I will not burn my Instapot on the stove top. So anyway, funny day or night. It was in the evening dinner time, happiness, oops moment. <laughs> I learned to love it because I can share it all with you, right? <laughs> I love it. That's a good one. Super okay. Funny. Bye everybody. For today. We'd love to hear about your intentions too. Message us, put it on social media. We want to hear how intentions are going for you. The ladies in our Rise Now group have been on fire with this. They're creating some awesome things. Um, one gal today, I'm just going to add this in. 
she was sharing about her backyard and she had picked three words for her backyard, like magical, fun and healing. And I was like, that is so great. She's setting an intention of how she wants her backyard to be. And so you too can bring things in that you want in your life. Enjoy setting an intention today. Love you. Hope you enjoyed the podcast today. See you next week. Are you feeling stuck in an area of life, relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you have always wanted and the happiness you are worthy of. And so Christina and Liz have started a movement to support you in making positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a month-long support group with all of this and more. In Arise Now, you will learn to make vision boards work for you. You will have the support to set and accomplish a 30-day goal, daily accountability, and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. You will receive five weekly live trainings, including learning to use valuable tools and techniques to help you start shifting your mindset from surviving to thriving. We want to help you arise now. We believe in you. We know that you have what it takes to make your dreams a reality. And now you have the support to do it. Join us for our next Arise Now movement. Click on the link in the show notes to claim your spot to Arise Now or go to our website and enter your email for more details at ariseandthrivelife.com.